Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We have shadows, karma, and destiny (laughs) coming in this episode for us. Um, This was recorded as a live event on YouTube. It's free. It's open to the public. It was recorded just a couple of days before this is coming out in podcast audio format. Uh, It's a blast doing these lives. I love them. I love the conversation. I love the chat box that happens, the chat box, the chat that happens um, while the live is going on. I love the questions that come in. I love how it, I don't know, weaves and it's a co-creative space and there's just a different vibe to it. So if you haven't been on one, I know you're about to listen to the replay of it, right? I know. But there's a different vibe when we're in the moment together, we're watching the chat happen, we're co-creating that space, you're asking questions that are coming up for you. It's a different vibe and I very much invite you to join me on them. They typically happen on the weekends. There's always a notice that comes to our Facebook group. So if you're not a member of our Facebook group, just go on Facebook, look for Rewilding with Sabrina Lynn. Uh, Join the Facebook group. You'll always have notifications there. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, that's another place where we send out notifications. Um, we'll put post the event a few days before. So anyone who's subscribed and has also clicked on their notifications will get a notification that there's a live event coming. So that's another good way to kind of stay in the know of when these big free public live events are happening. Also, if you're not subscribed to our newsletter, that's another beautiful thing to do. There's two ways to subscribe. You can either subscribe on rewildingforwomen.com. When you do, you get the six faces masterclass. So you get to dive into the six aspects of the divine feminine. Or if you subscribe on sabrinalynn.com, you will get the heart warrior workshop. Um, Or you can subscribe on both if you just want some really cool free shit. (laughs) Um, on both platforms. So we always send out a notification. We send everything to our newsletter subscribers. They're the first ones to be in the know about free stuff coming up. Like there's a challenge coming up. Yes, there is a challenge coming up. Um, I won't say anything about it now, but know that if you're a newsletter subscriber, you will be the first one to know about this big, free, beautiful week-long challenge that we've got coming up. Uh, And just anytime we do live events or certain freebies or special offers we have going on or announcements on things or no, 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 just all of that stuff goes to our goes to our subscribers first. So I hope if um, if it feels right for you, I hope that you join us over there. Okay, now let's talk about this conversation. I won't say too much about it other than just really the invitation to let this conversation touch you personally and really serve you and serve this moment and come into it with kind of a what's what's here for me? How is this resonating in my life? What kind of doors is this opening up or insights or how can this relate to the challenging situation that's happening in my life? Or how does this maybe help me to take a step back from a challenging situation that I'm in and maybe see it from a different viewpoint or a different perspective? That was my whole aim with this. I know times are 
are tough for many people right now or are tough. There's a lot getting stirred up. It's cancer season, right? Things are touching us in deeper ways. Things, more emotions are coming with the things that are touching us more deeply. Um, so it can be, it can be a tough time. Also, we're stepping into this second Pluto return or the second, um, perfecting of that point. There's three of them. So this is two of three that's happening right now. I talk more about this in the episode, but it's a, it's a pretty interesting time. And that's not just for the U S Pluto return, right? Just very interesting dynamics in the whole of the world right now. And this conversation was really just what felt like would support um, those in our community or those that just kind of stumble upon this podcast. And if it if you are just stumbling upon the podcast, welcome to the community, wholeheartedly welcome you into rewilding. Um, if there's someone who you know that this podcast might serve, like let's say you're listening to it and you're like, wow, um, my friend could really use some help. Maybe think about sending it to them um, if it's something that really feels like it would serve them. Um, yeah, I think that's all I really want to say about this conversation. Just this invitation to really let it serve you, um, in the best way that it can. I invite you to stick around until the end. Um, there is a Q and a question in there that got a lot of feedback. Um, so many members in our community said, holy smokes, that question in the Q and a was the most powerful thing of this whole conversation. And so I invite you not to switch off for the Q&A, but to stay tuned. I work really hard to make those Q&As, um, to deliver uh, a response in a way that really serves the moment and really serves the whole of our community. And so, yeah, I just invite you to, to stick around to the end. All right, that's enough of me talking and introducing this episode. Enjoy this conversation. What I would love to do and what I think will be so helpful no matter where you're at right now, no matter what life is feeling like or what the world is feeling like or what your internal world is feeling like, I feel like what would really support this moment is to open the door to more of a bird's eye view to let's let's take a step back because we're in it so many of us we're in the tornado like we are in the tornado of transformation of healing of the breakdown to break through we're, we're, we're in it we're in turmoil we're in chaos we're in confusion we're in whatever it is that we're in but instead of being in that tornado, what I would love to do is offer us a space to come out and almost be like looking down at the tornado. I think a lot of insights can come from this. I think a lot, or maybe an even um, a, a, a more rapid way of traversing through this moment in time. So the title of our conversation today is, I mean, I changed it a million times, but <laughs> the one we landed on at the end was Shadows, Karma, and Destiny of 2022. So Shadows, Karma, and Destiny of 2022. And it's kind of this like mid-year check-in point, mid-year check-in point. So what I would love to do is talk like big themes, talk from more of an impersonal place, a place that's not political, that's not um, 
super, uh, super personal, although it's totally personal. So allow this more like the bigger themes and the karma moving, allow it to touch you in a personal way and to support you in whatever way it most supports you. Okay. So <laughs> Lindsay, uh, love this Sabrina shadows, karma and destiny of 2022. Yes. So let's do this. Um, let me feel first. There's a couple themes, and I just want to feel for which one. Um, feel I just feel Pluto. We don't get to escape this one. <laughs> when I close my eyes and I just feel like what's first, it's Pluto. Pluto, 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 Pluto. Um, by the way, this is not astrology. Um, of course, I'll talk about archetypes in a way and astrology in a way, but it's not. It's just a tool for us to talk about themes and to feel into different things. So don't stress if you're like, Pluto. What astrology? What is that? What? Don't don't worry. <laughs> it's just a doorway in. Um, so this year is a year of death rebirth. It's a year of transformation. Um, it's a year of of looking at power dynamics. So just kind of maybe feel that for your own life, or you know what what. Does that tap into or touch for you? Um, for me, I really feel into, in this transition, this transformation, this, this power, I feel power struggles. I feel power struggles, individual power, um, collective power, governmental power, structure power. I feel this like wild power, money, money power. All of this is this territory of like Pluto territory. Um, and so it's also Scorpio territory. And I'll talk about this, these nodes of fate, that's destiny. So if you wanted to look at an astrology chart and go, okay, where's the destiny line? Where did we come from? Where are we going to? You would look at this North node, South node and South node collectively happens to be in Scorpio, which adds to this Pluto energy, which adds to everything I'm talking about here. So let me give you some themes. And I just invite you to kind of feel for yourself. So if we're feeling into death rebirth, so just let's pick that apart a little bit. Death rebirth. It's letting go of the old to create the new. I mean, that's been a theme this whole year. I know for me, I know for the rewilding team, I know for everyone in my life, it's been this, okay, like what is dying what is being released? What am I letting go of in order to create the new, in order to birth the new? So death, rebirth, death, rebirth. It's transformation, but like deep core transformation, right? So if we just take transformation, that's death, rebirth. But when we, we feel into the words death, rebirth, it like goes deeper. So here's something I would love to invite us to do is to not just look at the surface level. That's beautiful and that's great and that's helpful of, like for me, death, rebirth. Um, it was the selling of this Colorado rewilding retreat center. So the selling, the releasing, the death of this as home, as home of rewilding retreat center. And in order to birth a new retreat center in California, this just happened. This just happened. But it was had to let go of this in order to create the new, something that is more aligned to who I am now. So feel that. Feel that for yourself for a second. Like what 
who you are now or who you are becoming, not who you were two years ago, not who you were five years ago, not who you were five minutes ago. <laughs> and feeling into these like very tangible, this is another theme, karmic theme right now, very tangible, very physical. It's, it's physical. This is probably why it's so intense is because it's in the physical. Um, and feeling into what in the physical, in your physical life is needing to um, be built or created in order to support who you are in your own evolution, who you are now, who you've become. Because who I was two years ago when I first, when this became my home two years ago and who rewilding was two years ago is certainly not who I am now. It's certainly not who I am now. It was perfect two years ago, but now it doesn't fit. So feeling into like what doesn't fit all aspects of our lives, all areas of our lives, what doesn't fit? That's a question to ask, um, especially right now at this midway point, and I'll talk about why. At this midway point, what doesn't fit? Let me give you a couple little like weird little glitchy, not glitchy, but little like clingy things that's going on right now too, is there is like this new to be created, you know, something that feels more supportive for you, more in alignment for you, um, truer to you. That might be relationships, that might be what family looks like for you, that might be your work in the world, that might be home. It might, what all, again, all aspects of life are up for grabs here. That's something to reflect on. But in this, you know, creating what is more aligned, what is new, Right now, we can be hitting mad amounts of resistance, mad amounts of resistance. Like, like it's right here, like almost like you can vision it or touch it or taste it in a way or like touch into it in a way, but you're hitting like a brick wall with it. And it's, it's a lot of times it's this, um, it's like old ways of thinking still clinging on. Um, old karmic patterns, not quite let go yet, right? It's, it's like, who am I? Here's, here, I'll just give you an example that we can feel into this house thing that I've been talking about a little bit to make it more tangible. But it's almost like, who am I to um, have an even bigger retreat center? Who, who am I to step in? Who am I to live in California? I don't know, I'm just giving you random examples. But feel into, you know, for yourself and, and be okay. Like what we're doing in this conversation, part of what we're doing is we're shining a light on like the little gremlins holding us back. That's it. We're just, we're shining a light on the little karmic knots that are holding us back. The little gremlins that are just like, no, or the little voices. Sometimes it's like that tape that just keeps playing over and over and over in your head. Like, no, you haven't worked hard enough to create that in your life. No, you're still getting the lessons before you create the next aligned thing. Um, no, you might, whatever it might be, whatever it might be. And this is also a time to look at loyalty and that shadow side of loyalty. There's a shadow side. I love loyalty. I'm a fucking Leo, right? Like we are loyal until the cows come home, right? There is this crazy amount of, so I understand it. And I speak about this with compassion, but to really feel into, you know, is my 
loyalty to something holding me back? Is my um, uh, people pleaser holding me back? I'm giving you just some different examples to feel into. Is my, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to disrupt this holding me back. Here's another one. Things are good enough. That's a huge one right now at this moment in time. Like, but things are good. Things are good. Why would I change things? Things are good. Like this is, this is okay. This is pretty good. Living here in the mountains of Colorado in this beautiful retreat center, it's good. It's good. It's not the most aligned though. It's not the truest truth. It's not the most supportive. It's good. It's not fucking great. This is like, I'm right. This is tough. This is tough. This, this like, then this brings up all of this, you know, worthy piece. Um, who am I to deserve that? And then we look outside of ourselves and we go like, but there are others who have far less, right? And all of that's totally true. But what if you coming into a truer truth and a greater alignment is the thing that serves everyone else more? Is, is, and you, you don't even know it, right? I have no idea what this move to California, this create the rewilding retreats and around, I have no clue what that means. Not a clue. I just know that that's more supportive, that's more aligned, and that's truer for my, my like soul. That's, that's all I know. This is also a moment of time of like trusting soul. It's a destined time. We are about to walk into at the end of July. So this is being recorded July 1st. We are about to, July 2nd, sorry walk into this very destined moment in time, end of July, like kind of starts, I mean, we're walking toward it now, where if you want to talk astrology, Uranus, revolution, change agent, everything we've been talking about, like bringing you into the new. Uranus is also upgrading. It's also upgrading. Um, it's high voltage. It's linked to Kundalini. It's, it's awakening, it's spiritual awakening. Um, it's very, uh, it's very lightning bolt, like rapid change, unexpected change, but it's, it's like radical revolutionary. And so if you just feel this radical revolutionary throwing lightning bolts <laughs> at your face, <laughs> that's how it feels for me, but throwing lightning bolts and lighting up your destined line your destiny. That's what's happening. And it's happening for you individually. It's happening for the whole of the collective. This is, this is the karma we're sitting in. This is the soup we're sitting in. This is, this is what, this is the energy we're sitting in. It's the energy of the moment and it's going to intensify. It's intensifying. Um, as we get closer toward the end of July, and then of course it will ripple into August as well. Um, but just feeling into this. And, and here's the wild thing is we can fight this. We can fight it. And anyone who will talk to you about Uranus energy is, will tell you surrender. <laughs> like that is the number one thing that they will say is the more you fight and you hold on to the old and you cling on to the old, the more horrific it will be. 
the tougher it will be, the more painful it will be. The more painful, so for me, let's just say that I'm, I'm getting these, these insights, these inspirations, knowing, okay, California is it. I know it. I know it. I know. But let's just say I would hold on. I would just hold on. I would like dig my heels in. I would grab on. I would go, but I'm loyal to the land. I have such a connection to this land here, right? I'm loyal to the land. I'm, this is good enough. And I would let all of those tapes or that recording in my own self win. Also the safety security piece, Uranus rips safety and security out from underneath us. And so just really being aware and bringing consciousness to what can be coming up for us is this belonging, safety and security. That much change is not safe. Feeling into that, that much change, it, it is it's, it shakes our foundations. This is foundation shaking. That's Uranus. It's lightning bolt. It's, and it's to the core. It's to the depths. It's to the deep, 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 deep places. And so just this, um, let me finish this like quick thread on the example. If I were to hold on, right? If I were to fight, if I were to fight the change, this is our own evolution too. So it's also Uranus brings us, we all talk about, I want to evolve or I want to be more conscious or I want to be more awake or I want to be more love filled or just the personal development. We don't even have to talk about it in spiritual terms, just personal development. I just want to become a better human being, right? But like, or I just want to have a more joyful life or I want to live truer to myself. All of that is Uranus. But let's say I'm being given the insights, but I'm fighting it and I'm, I'm holding on to Colorado. Well, I don't know what, I would probably like knowing my insane amount of fire just in myself and, and I would probably end up like manifesting a forest fire and my house would burn down here. So I would have to move, right? But how freaking painful would that be? How, so if I can roll with it, right? It's about trusting a deeper intuition, a deeper knowing. It's not logical. It's not rational. It's not reasonable. It's trusting, right? And can we, this is, this is one of those things that will help to get us through this is trusting even in the wild shit that's unfolding. Can I share something personal? I want to share something with you. This is going to sound so insane, um, but but this is just kind of how I roll, right? Like total transparency, like as honest and as authentic and as truthful as I can be. And this might trigger, trigger things and really aggravate you, but I'm giving it as an example and just a way of being so honest about things. Um, some of these changes can feel like they are so fucked up. It's almost like they can feel like I'm taking 10 steps back in order to move forward or crazy shit is happening in order to push me or propel me forward or push or propel us collectively forward. So this is going to sound insane. I'm in the middle of facilitating a dark goddess retreat last weekend, middle of a four day dark goddess retreat here in Colorado, last retreat at the Colorado rewilding retreat center, dark goddess, dark goddess. That's fierce feminine. That's deep truth. It is truth. It is feminine. We are in womb space. We are in womb space, working with the archetypal energy of Hecate, right? Midwife, mid midwife, womb mysteries, blood mysteries, creation, babies. On Saturday, we get the news about Roe versus Wade being overturned on Saturday. 
in that energy of fierce feminine roaring and the pain that's in our womb, right? We get that, we get that news. <laughs> Here's what I want to share though. This is my truth, not anyone else's. This is totally personal to me. This, is, this came through a personal meditation. This was not shared in this retreat. This was just me meditating before our Sunday gathering. For, or no, I think we found out the news Friday. Sorry, we found out the news Friday. This was me meditating Saturday morning before everyone gathered again in space. And I'm, and I'm feeling into what's being stirred up for myself. I'm feeling into my womb the pain in my womb. I'm feeling into the grief. I'm feeling into the outrage of the, I'm just, I'm, cause I'm plugged in, I'm facilitating, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm very expanded at this moment. And so just giving this moment of, okay, let me just honor what's here. Let me feel what's here. And then in the meditation, really getting this, and this makes me, um, makes me very emotional. Um, makes my heart do wild things as well. But to just in this like moment to go, actually, if I were to really feel into the gift that this is, um, it's going to stir some stuff up. It's necessary for the karmic path of this. It's necessary for the karmic path of the feminine. It's necessary for the karmic unfolding that's happening in America. It's necessary for the shadow work that needs to happen. It's necessary. It's necessary for the further digging up of what's buried, of what's hidden, of what's not being talked about. It's fucking necessary, right? Again, my opinion. You do not have to agree with me. This was my own personal meditation. Um, please do not blow me up for my own personal meditation. I do not support any of this. I, I hold a space. If you watch the Roe versus Wade um, podcast that I just did, really holding a space for all opinions. Don't care. Do not care what side of the fence. And I just, that is not where I'm at with this at all. It's really and truly this like, can I go deeper? Can I go higher? Can I hold a space from here, from this? And it's part of what sparked this conversation today. It's part of what the inspiration was of, can we look at things from a greater standpoint of the long term, the, the timeline, the long timeline of what will this spark? What will this trigger? What will happen here? And I look at the amazing stuff, and I think that there's much more to come out of the movement Black Lives Matter, but I look at the amazing stuff. It fucking sucked, right? All of these events suck. Right, this overturning of Roe versus like it doesn't matter what side you're on. It sucks. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard karma. It's hard shadows. It's hard. It's hard. It's stirring up a lot of stuff. It's kicking up a lot of stuff. It's uncovering a lot of hidden stuff. But I look at and and it's easier when we can look back on it and go, oh. This led to this, which then led to this, which then led to that, right? I don't know what's going to unfold with it. I don't know. I don't. But I do know from a karmic standpoint, a shadow standpoint, and if I were to really share with you this overall 2022 and talk about this karma shadow destiny of this year and this collective soup that we're sitting in, it's shadow work. It's deep shadow work. It is. That's the Pluto piece. Pluto return for the US. We are in a south node Scorpio time. That is all shadow. 
It is all what's in the hidden, what's in the shadow, what are we not talking about, what's residing just under the surface, what have we brushed under the carpet, what have we not been talking about, where is things not working but we're kind of just like moving on with it. It's, it's really and truly this deep diving excavation of this is here, there's still inequality here, right? For, for all, all, like so many different um, um, people and genders and uh, right so and so it's coming it's coming up right and as horrific and as awful and as challenging and as rough as this is it's just karma doing what karma does that is so hard to hear it's hard to say it's so it sucks so in that Karma doing what karma does. It's a Pluto return. It's a, it's, a, it's a US Pluto return. This is hell. Pluto is hell. It's Hades. It's literally walking into the underworld. The, the, the underworld, right? Everything that's in the shadows. All of the unconscious stuff that we've shoved down. Let's pretend it's not there. Let's pretend it's not there. Let's, let's pretend it's not there. Let's shove it down, 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 shove it down. It's coming out. It's coming out. But here's the other thing is in this energy, and by the way, I know I'm talking Pluto return US, but it's a Scorpio South node collectively. Also, we're all interconnected now, right? So if it's a US Pluto return, it's, it's touching everywhere. But never mind that. Who cares? We can ignore that for right now and just go, it's a South node Scorpio time. For the next year, we are in South node Scorpio. That's collectively South node Scorpio. It is a time of really, um, in order to move forward on that destiny line, let's come back to destiny because this is all about opening up to our greatest potentials, opening up to our greatest potentials as a country, as a world, as a human being, as a family system, as a, as a team in your, in your workplace, as a whatever. It's about opening up to greater and greater and greater potentials. Open, but what, how this works is the more that we can purify the shit, bring the shadow into the light, heal the shadow, love the shadow, right? The more we, the more we can work with it, the more the potentials open up, the more the potentials open up. It's evolution. It's like, it's, it's so if we can look at it from this bird's eye view, I know you might not be ready for a bird's eye view and that's cool. Go get your bucket, puke in it, get your pillows, get rageful. I am not saying that, um, that we deny our humanity in this at all at all, or we do some spiritual bypassing crap at all. No, like it's honoring our humanity and what's getting kicked up in us because that is our shadow work. Can I say that one more time? Honoring our humanity, what's getting kicked up in us, the rage, the grief, the pain, the fear, the whatever it is that's getting kicked up in us, the confusion, the, maybe it's joy, maybe it's ecstasy, whatever it is, honoring our humanity is us doing our shadow work. It's us doing, letting, finding ways to move that emotion through, finding ways to, to make the unconscious conscious um, in our bones, living close to the bone um, circle space. We just met yesterday and everything. I said, if there's, if there's one thing to do this whole month of July, this whole month of July is to hold a focus on, can I bring the unconscious into the conscious? Can I bring the unconscious into the conscious? What am I hiding from myself? What am I hiding from myself? What am I hiding from my family? What am I hiding? What's, what's in the unconscious? What's bubbling up? So instead of trying to keep it down, instead of trying to keep a lid on it, let me make some space for it. It might not come out clean, 
right? Because it ain't coming out clean. Collectively, it ain't coming out clean, <laughs> right? But that's the human side of it. It's, it's, but letting it start to move allows it to start to purify. It, it allows it. It gives it the air to breathe. It gives it the light it needs to move from love to fear, from denial, from oppression, from repression into acceptance and integration, into acceptance and integration. That's this moment in time. And unfortunately, like, you, we're going to hear so much about this. Um, for those of you who are into astrology, we're going we're gonna to hear so much about this. And you probably already have been hearing so much about this. Uranus on the North Node. Oh my gosh, this is so great. It's so great for destiny. Uranus is supporting your, destin, your destiny. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And <laughs> we have to look at what it is that helps to open the destiny. Otherwise... I would still be in Colorado. I would be clinging on like a crazy person, creating forest fires, <laughs> unconsciously, unconsciously. Or I would be creating mass chaos or mass confusion for myself, denying a deep inner knowing. Okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Christy, I love that. Fun. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, let me feel... Um, there's a piece that I'd love to weave in uh, more around North Node and this, this destiny piece. Um, and so if we come back to our theme today of shadows, karma, and destiny of 2022, kind of this mid-year report, and we're to feel into <laughs> where is this going? North Node, where is this going? It's North Node in Taurus. It's North Node in Taurus. So let's just feel into this. And again, no need to get stuck in the astrology for it. I'll just give you some things to feel into and you feel into what's true for me, for you. Sorry, for me. <laughs> feel into what's true for me. <laughs> feel into what's true for you around this. Is Taurus is sensual, is embodied. It's physical world. Taurus is linked to Venus. So if we were to feel into an archetypal energy linked to Taurus, we would feel into Venus. That's feminine, right? That's feminine. For me, Taurus is also soul embodiment. It's the embodiment of our soul. It's like soul reclamation. It's like soul retrievals. If we want to get really earthy, Taurus is very earthy, very grounded, very earthy. It's really, it's like doing shamanic soul retrievals. It's really reclaiming lost parts of self. It's really calling in parts of self that we've maybe denied. We've maybe, have maybe been repressed or oppressed or not necessarily, this is the shadow. This is the shadow. I have a, a Carl Jung quote that I love. Enlightenment is not imagining figures of light. It's about making the dark conscious. It's about making the dark conscious. And so if we feel into that for ourselves, I just did a piece yesterday, again, in our, um, in our bones circle. We did this piece of working this territory, like very consciously working in this territory and going into the basement of self, going into shadow lands of self, going into our own unconscious places and going, what part of me 
is in the basement? What part of me have I not accepted? Have I not integrated? Have I not loved? What part, what part of me? Sometimes it's inner child, right? Sometimes there are aspects of our inner child that have been like denied. Sometimes it's part of our wildness. Like a lot of wild woman reclamation is, is really just accepting the wildness that sits in feminine nature, accepting the, the big emotional nature, the big intuitive nature, the feminine gifts, right? Sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's our sexuality. Sometimes it's our creativity that resides there. So if you think about, um, as a child, this is a simple way to feel into this. As a child, if you think about um, what parts of you as a child were not welcome, were there, were there aspects of, of you as just this innocent, beautiful little being that were not welcome in the family system? I know for me, grief was not welcome. Like, big girls don't cry. Big girls don't cry, right? Rage, definitely not welcome. Definitely not welcome at all, right? You were ostracized if you got angry about something. But what did that lead to? That led to having watery boundaries because... My rage, my anger was showing when someone was crossing a line, they were crossing a boundary. So instead of coming up with healthy boundaries, I came up with watery boundaries because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Nice girl, make everyone feel good. People pleaser, that was accepted. Any of these other things that gave you healthy boundaries, right? Or that allowed you to speak your truth or that allowed you to process emotions in the moment, which are all very healthy, mature adult things to do, were all repressed or denied. And so those parts of self, they reside in the basement. And so you can just feel into, ooh, ooh, or which. I know, I know many of us have come from rewilding for women, right? Or hang out in the rewilding for women space. And a lot of that is working around like reclaiming witchy magic. But that's, that's, you know, demonized or that's devalued. So a lot of feminine traits, and I'm speaking feminine here specifically because of this Taurus piece, because of this Venus piece, right? It's because of this feminine, this feminine in all of us, it's not women specific, it's the feminine energy and the feminine gifts, right? Being asked to in this moment in time, as we move along our own destined paths and our own, if we're looking at the big karma and destiny of this moment and shadow, well, a lot of the feminine sits in the shadow. A lot of the feminine still sits in the shadow, still not valued. Oh, the feminine is weak. Oh, the feminine, you know, you're too much. Your emotions are too much. Your intuition. No, we want logic, ration, reason. So let's put that in the basement. So this is a moment in time of if we are going to reach our potential, if we're going to walk that destiny line, part of walking that destiny line and really coming into our potential, which is what brings us joy and fulfillment and the love that we're wanting to give and receive, part of innately moving toward that is, is this bringing these parts of self into the light, right? Bringing these aspects, these, you have so many gifts residing in the basement. You have so many, um, it's, the, it's the golden shadow. So people refer to it as the golden shadow, right? Um, is, is, <laughs> 
uh, I won't go into it. I was almost ready to go on a tangent there, but I won't. I want to try to keep us keep things tighter, tight-ish anyways. Um, but now is a moment in time of embodiment. It's like authentic embodiment. It's deep, big embodiment, and it's embodiment of lost parts of self. You know when you're doing it, when you feel like, oh, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Oh, this is me. Oh, this is a part of me. My playfulness, my creativity, my sensitivity, my, um, my intuition, my whatever it is. Like It's a part of coming home to self. Sometimes it's a warrior. There's a lot of warrior energy at the moment. Uh, if I were to talk karmically from a big standpoint of warrior energy, it's a purification of the warrior. So this is more of the shadow stuff of... Um, warrior not coming from a place of retaliation like i just want to kill you to get back at you right it's not vengeful it's not coming from a place of revenge or retaliation it's warrior coming from a place of heart aligned soul aligned this is what serves this is what serves for me Doing that podcast on Roe versus Wade, by the way, Malia will leave a link here in case you're like, what are you talking about, Sabrina? Um, you'll see a link here and below in the description if you watch this later, on if you want to dive into that. But part of this um, real honoring of, of the warrior that's getting kicked up in me is holding a space for Roe versus Wade, is coming here now and holding this live space for us that's and it's coming from a place of i'm not i'm not getting back at anyone i'm not getting back at the world i'm not i'm not coming from a place of fear i'm coming from a place of love right i mean the whole thing was just my heart exploding but going how am i called to serve in this moment right and it's can you feel i hope you can feel that right i hope you can feel that and so this moment in time, it's also asking us to step into sacred, heart-aligned, like Shaolin purified warrior. Not just the, the, the humanity puking out the rage and the grief. That's part of working through our shadow. That's doing the work. But let's not confuse finding places, safe places to move the rage, to move the grief, to move whatever's happening in my womb or my ovaries or um, my belly or my heart or, you know, given this moment in time, that's, we find the spaces where we can move the energy, where we can do, our, doing the work, you're doing the work, but let's not confuse doing the work with, with action in the world, with warrior in the world. Let's let the warrior in us come from a place of love, of love, of love, right? It's like a clean sword. It's a, it's a clean sword. It's coming from love. I just want to serve. I just want to serve. Right? Um, so that's, and we're working through it. We're watching it, right? We can see these amazing examples. I have seen very tangible. Sorry, I need to get a drink really quick. <coughs> oh no, I might go into one of my coughing fits. <coughs> <coughs> I wonder what this is about. <coughs> Maybe my throat needs to be purified a little bit. <coughs> um, I have seen these amazing examples of sacred warriors in the world. 
who are really wielding these beautiful, clean swords. And you can see it. And we can feel it. We can feel when it's coming from a place of, of someone, I'm just going to say it like this, someone puking out their wounds, right? I know that's a rough way of saying that. Someone unconsciously, they, they're, they're not necessarily trying to do that, but maybe they, they aren't conscious of or have a space to process through emotions. And so my recommendation in this is, to get really conscious and to have these spaces. You know, I have friends where yesterday, I mean, it was a very personal morning where I was raging. I was raging about the denial of the feminine. Raging. Like, how are we still denying the feminine to this degree? How are we still so fearful of feminine power, feminine magic, feminine love, feminine gifting. How are we still in denial of this, right? But I'm doing it with a friend who's holding a really, really beautiful space so that I can give myself time for my own purification, my own shadow worky stuff, my own, right? I'm doing the work, doing the work, doing the work. Then I can come and I can hold this beautiful two hour bone circle where we get to go into the basement and we get to really reclaim these pieces that are in our own basement. Um, by the way, <clears throat> Bones is open. That membership is open. You could get in on that workshop today. <laughs> today, it's 47 bucks, right? You, and we're working with this energy of reclamation this whole month and then next month we gather on the first of every month and then next month we're going to work with the destiny line so this whole month of july we're holding this place of shadow work of reclaiming whatever's lost in the basement so if you're wondering okay this sounds great sabrina but i don't have that space i don't know how to do that i don't have a friend to call i'm not i i, I don't have the tools to walk into my own basement and reclaim my own lost parts of self that are here or my own repressed parts of self. I don't even know what repressed parts of self I have or oppressed parts. You don't have to. You don't have to. That's what we do in Bones. That's what we do in Bones. So I'll put a link below um, to join. Again, that workshop will be is available now. The replay for that is available now. And then on August 1st, we go into the destiny. So we work the shadow to open up all of this. And this is what I would recommend for everyone right now at this karmic time. You could do it. You could do it through bones, hanging out with me in a sacred space. You could do it in your own way, but it would be really bringing the unconscious into the conscious, bringing the unconscious into the, I promise you, if you spend a month holding that space, I'll spend a month holding that space or even a week holding that space. What's in my unconscious? What's here? What's bubbling up? What's bubbling up? What's bubbling up? You do that. This innately opens your soul purposes, your destiny line, your potential in life. It innately opens. It just gets clear because we don't have the little gremlins holding on. We don't have the inner child kicking up a storm because, because we told it to sit down and shut up when we were five, right? We don't have um, these unconscious pieces in, in, our, in our psyche, in our psyche, um, wreaking havoc in our lives. Okay, so I feel like I feel like that's pretty good for this overall moment in time. I could go on and on and on for hours and hours and hours. 
Um, but I would like to, let me feel if there's anything else. One last piece that I would like to share overall, and then I would love to dive into a few questions. Um, so maybe start to feel into some questions. If something's gotten stirred up, you're like, ah, can we go into this more on this? Please, 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 please. Um, share it. It would be so beautiful to weave with you in this way. Um, the last piece that I want to talk about, and I've been talking about this so in depth, so I won't talk much about it, is <clears throat> right now is a time of the goddess. <laughs> in Cancer, right? Sun is in Cancer right now. Again, this is like mid-year karmic destiny shadow report. Sun is in Cancer. In between the sun and the moon at the start of this month, I mean, the moon's obviously moving rather quickly, but is these goddess, this is a conga line of goddesses that are lined up here. It's Black Moon, it's Lilith, it's Persephone, it's Ceres, and it's Parvati. So those are just archetypal energies. Maybe you know them, maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. I'll kind of give us some things to feel into. It's really and truly a time of sacred feminine. Like sacred feminine coming from the depths. Coming from the depths, it's so beautiful that Parvati is in there. She kind of brings in the heights, right? The heights, like very grace-filled, um, very much sovereign whole being, along with Persephone. Persephone brings in queen, queen, right? Sovereign whole being queen. It's like a maturing of our feminine. It's a maturing of our feminine that's being asked and initiating into more of our feminine. And this comes from this shadow work. So these dark goddesses in there, Lilith, Persephone's a dark goddess, um, Black Moon, <clears throat> all sitting right in there. I mean, they're all just literally lined up, <laughs> lined up, <laughs> hanging out. And they're demanding, let me feel some words for them. Hmm. Just really, really um, shining a light on <laughs> why are we still denying why are we still denying the earth why are we still denying the feminine aspect of god why are we still denying the body why have we not made the body sacred why have we not made sexuality sacred why have we not made life all of life sacred why have we not made fertility sacred why have we not made creativity sacred creating babies sacred? like why have we not made why, 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 why have we demonized these just parts of our humanity? Why have we demonized emotions? Why have we demonized the intuition? Why have we demonized um, big amounts of energy rolling through someone like huge life force? Why? Why have we demonized that? Why have we made that go underground? And that's, that's part of the that's part of this moment in time as well. And it lines up with that Taurus energy, that of embodiment, of embodiment, of embody. The sacred is here as well as here. The sacred is here as well as here. This is just as sacred. Going down and in is just as sacred as going up and out. Down and in is just as sacred as going up and out. That's, that's the piece that I'd love to, to end on. Um, Okay, I'm going to pop over to, 
um, some questions that uh, that Malia has just sent over to me. So if I'm looking over here, <laughs> um, it's because I'm taking in the questions that Malia has grabbed. And again, if you didn't hear at the very start, Q&A, I do it in a way that really serves our space because I don't like Q&As. This is just a personal thing. And so I work very, very hard to really feel the energy of the moment, to feel our space, to let a question come in and to serve not just very specifically answering that, but to really um, open up something in our space. And so I invite you um, to hang out for this part simply because this might be um, the most powerful part for you. Who knows? Um, all right. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> hmm. I like this one, Molly. This is the first one that just jumped to me. Can you talk about how to work with the dark goddesses throughout our daily lives? I love this question. Um, there's <clears throat> something that I would love to bring. And, and we can say this with the dark goddess. We could say this with we're working with the lover in ourselves. We're working with our own masculine. We're working with our own feminine. We're working with our own inner child. So I want to open it up to go beyond the dark goddess. Again, serving our space. So just feeling into, okay, there's, I've kind of been focused on this in my life of, you know, the lover in me or the warrior in me or the medicine woman in me, the witch in me, the, the medicine man in me, the whatever it is that we're working on. So let's open it up to this space and go, I, I firmly believe in both hand, firmly believe in both hand, firmly believe in both hand, just from what I have witnessed in thousands of people that I've sat in circle with, that I've been in circle with, um, and in my own journey, both and meaning we want to have spaces where we work in our inner world with them right? Safe, sacred spaces like the bone circle where we work deep inner alchemical places. We cannot, we cannot get to those depths many times in our mundane daily lives. We just can't because mundane daily life doesn't hold the depth for most of us that we need in order to go into alchemical, transformative, deep fucking root of the source. Like you want spaces that support going to the root the root of this aspect of self, right? The root of this energy within your own self, whether that be mother energy, that be father energy, that be lover energy, that be the inner child. So having these spaces, these practices, these workshops, these retreats, these whatever you're called to that will take you deep. And I'm going to say, go deep, find those spaces that go deep. So that, I know that doesn't answer your question, but I'm getting there. Molly, this is so great. And so this, here's something fucking wild. This automatically shifts this. So this, having these spaces where you're deeply meditating, this is why meditation is so powerful. Practice is so powerful, right? Retreats are so powerful. Workshops are so powerful. All of these things, deep inner work, do the work, deep inner work, innately, organically shifts your daily life. It just does. It can't not right? If I go to the root, if I go to the root of my trapped rage within myself, I'm in a safe, let's say rewilding retreat here in Colorado. No, let's say California. Let's stick to the new. So we're in California, we're together. And I go to the root of my own like trapped rage that's been there my whole life or lifetimes, right? I go there and I work with it and I, and I, I let it out and I move it, right? And I allow it to 
to shift and transform and alchemize from that place. It goes from rage to love, right? Or it goes from like that, like kinked up, weird, fearful rage into love-filled rage, right? It becomes a sacred rage, it's sacred rage, not just this, you know, vengeful rage. It, it shifts, it alchemizes. This totally changes. Totally, it has to. I've just gone to the root of the weed and plucked the dang thing out, right? This has to turn into a flower then. The weed's gone. So daily life automatically changes. So I want to share that and the importance of those spaces. But to support daily life, there's a couple of things. <laughs> there's this space in between deep, deep space and just daily unconscious, <laughs> habitual way of getting through our day, right? And holding this space that sits in between where, and, and we, it's like we literally open this door. And for those of you who, um, I don't know, have done our, our programs, especially our later programs, our more recent programs, the next one coming out will do this a lot. It's rewild your relationships. Yeah, that's the next one coming out. It'll come out this month. More on that later. Um, not in this episode. We'll talk about that when we're ready to. But holding, it's like you hold this intention of let, you, you just, you consciously hold this intention. We are so much more powerful than we think we are. And so it's holding this intention and you like hold the gateway open. Oh, we worked in this in Bones too. So for those of you who joined Bones, we, we'll do this in Bones. We always do this in Bones. But you, you consciously hold that door open so whatever's going on in the inner world, you let it flow in. You let it flow into life. You let it flow into life. So, so many of us, we set up this block in our psyche. Here's my spiritual life. This is what happens on a mat or in a workshop. And here's my daily life. We literally hold this block. And hands up if that's true for you. Like just confession time. Just be honest. It was totally true for me. There was no fucking way I wanted my spiritual world to flow into my daily life because I knew it was going to fuck up my daily life. I knew it. I knew it was going to end up like, because this has to start to match, right? I shift here, then this has to start to match. It goes back to the start of our, of our conversation today. It goes back to the start of our conversation. We're moving into the new. Moving into the new, what structures do we set up to support who we are now or who we're becoming? Who we are now or who we're becoming? So if we spend time here in this middle ground, we're not deep doing the deep inner alchemical work. We're in the middle ground. We're maybe journaling about it. We're maybe just visualizing holding the gate open, like allowing, like maybe you feel grace happening in this like deep inner work, but then you just allow the grace to flow through into your relationship. Yeah. You just allow it to flow through. Okay, let this, and you, a lot of times we'll hit a place where we wanna shed our pants. Like, oh my God, oh my God, this might mean I lose my relationship. Or it might mean your relationship goes to the next greatest level of expression possible, right? But it's setting that intention, holding that intention to let it go into our daily lives. So it's working in this space. I know I'm talking both and, but both and and, we'll call it both and and. So it's working in this middle space, creating this, um, it's like the bridge. You want to work the bridge. What are your bridge practices? What are, what are you doing to bridge, bridge? daily life and spiritual life or deep inner work or soul work or whatever we're called personal development work and daily life. Um, then you can work over here in daily life. So like for bones, I know I'm talking a lot about bones, but it's just such a 
beautiful space and I love what's going on in there. Um, but for bones, we will do like a 30 day challenge. Every, so here we work the deep inner alchemical stuff. We'll do this bridge piece together in workshop and then we'll do focus practices of, okay, for 30 days. So here's a focus practice for this month. Um, and if you want to talk about dark goddess specifically, a focus practice would be every day, every day, like, all right, I'm here. I'm, um, it's hard to do with dark goddess because she's so fucking deep. Uh, so that's a good question, Molly, but, but I'll get there. Um, let me just make it a little bit broader and then I'll specifically dive into that. Um, it's just hard for me to find words to get the brain to grab on to what, uh, to how this like weaves together because oftentimes it just happens organically and innately, but setting up daily practices like for bones this month. And so this will support you too. I'll give you this practice to support this like karmic destined time is to, um, do confessions, confessions. So if we're bringing the unconscious into the conscious, right, we're bringing the unconscious into the conscious every day, daily life, I'm going to be as honest as I can be. That's the same thing with dark goddess. Cause dark goddess is bringing the unconscious into the conscious. I'm going to be as honest as I can be. I'm going to be as honest about my emotions as I can be. And I'm going to speak my truth. Dark goddess is all about truth. I'm also going to stand in my power. So if we can bring that, so that's how I would weave it into the dark goddess, but also anything, right? I would go, okay, I am going to really, and this is something that came out of bones too yesterday is I'm going to really watch in my daily life where I'm losing power. I'm going to really watch where I feel disempowered. I'm going to really watch where I feel out of alignment, where I feel like I'm not standing in my truth or I feel like I'm not speaking my truth. I'm going to really watch and I'm going to be conscious. I'm going to hold this consciousness, like holding myself to the fire of when I feel like I'm playing small, like when I feel like I'm playing small, um, or I feel like I'm hiding a part of myself or I feel like, and it depends too. This is a hard question to answer because the dark goddess has like a billion different aspects of daily life that she can be highlighting for you. So feel into, okay, what is the aspect of life that's being highlighted for me? Oh, it's playing small. Oh, it's hiding my gifts. Oh, it's hiding my emotional. Oh, it's not speaking my truth. Oh, it's having watery boundaries. So feel into what is the tangible daily thing that you're seeing or feeling or sensing the call to shift or to change and then bring your consciousness there, bring some focus to it and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to be true. Don't be afraid to be honest about it. Don't be afraid. Don't like, and no judgment of self. Like no judgment. We did the best we could with what we had, right? And now it's in this transformation change place. We just get really honest about it. We love the shit out of it. And we go, how could I maybe do this a little bit better? How could I maybe stand in my power in this moment? How could I maybe not shrink in this moment? How could I maybe um, at least keep feeling my truth? Maybe I'm not ready to speak my truth yet, but at least I can just stay with it and not get knocked over by someone else's uh, truth that they're placing on top of me or what they're wanting me to feel. Um, and again, like feel into it for you. So Molly, love the question, hope that served. Um, but feel into for you, like this goes across the board um, of how we can bring it into our daily lives. And I think that is such a good question. Um, by the way, for those of you who maybe want to hear a little bit more about the dark goddesses, because I didn't talk a lot about them, our last new moon video talks 
a lot about the dark goddesses and the last live that we did. All of those are on the YouTube channel. You can just go search. There's a lot of stuff um, on both like the energy of the moment. We're still in that new moon energy, right? Until next week when we go to the full moon. Um, not even next week. I think it's the week after. I think it's the 14th. Is that right? Who knows? Um, sometime around there. So we're still in this, all of this new moon energy and you can feel into more if that serves um, to go check out that new moon video. Um, okay, let me, let's do one more question. Uh, uh, okay, okay, here, let's do this one. Um, Mila, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. I think that's such a beautiful name. Um, what helps us letting go of the old, even though we may hurt someone? Um, and then in parentheses or in brackets, those are parentheses. What are these? Quotes. Quotes. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> My brain does not work like that um, when we're on lives. Um, partner was in there. So what helps us let go of the old even though we may hurt someone? Let's talk about this and let's open this up to... Um, uh, let's open this up to the whole of our space. And so feeling into... This is such a great way to close our conversation today is feeling into this new so feeling into whatever that new is for you like stepping into that new and something that really really helps is to um let me feel what serves this moment um okay i'll take us through step by step so first step is to go when i'm stepping into the new i get really conscious that this is what I have to let go of. And I, I do whatever practices or have whatever conversations or journal on things, reflect on things, meditate on things, holding that intention because first I have to get really conscious of them, right? That helps a ton is to just get, get conscious. And sometimes in this, like I'm just going to share this, Mila, specifically is sometimes when we're feeling into letting go of the old, we are only at the surface of what we think we need to let go of. So hold on, hold on to my coattails for a second because this could get wild. I have to let go of the old and I start to deepen in and I go, okay, to let go of the old, I'm going to have to give up my community. I'm just going to talk about this house for a moment. I'm going to have to give up my community. I'm going to have to... Actually, let's do the partner one. Let's do the partner one. I like this. Uh, if I'm letting go of my old and I feel like I'm going to hurt my partner, let's say I'm just giving this as an example. Okay, I'm stepping into the new and I know the new. Like I can feel it and it's gut feel. It's intuitive. I just, I can feel I need to step into the new. But then can I hold this space of, I also don't necessarily know what I need to let go of, right? We, we lean onto our logical left brain mind so much. It's been so highly developed and many of our other wisdom centers have not been developed at all, right? So our logical mind wants to tell us, but this is like soul path. This is like a soul truth. But our logical mind wants to tell us, okay, you're going to have to let go of your partner. You're going to have to let go of the dog. You're going to have to let go of the house. You're going to have to let go of everything. You're going to have to just burn it all down. It just has to go. All of it has to go. 
but what if that's not true? What I, I, like I'm playing devil's advocate here because I'm kind of trying to mess everything up. What if that's just not true? Like, what if that's just not true? What if it's that you have to let go of a shitty pattern that you have around relationships? It's not the partner. It's your codependent pattern that's fucking up the relationship. And Mila, I'm not saying that this is what's true for you. I'm just giving lots of different things to feel into is to go deeper with it, to go mind expanded, be very open to what this may or may not be and to go deeper with it, to go deeper with it, to go deeper with it, right? Now, the other thing is to, instead of boxing things, in, right? Instead of, so I knew I had to sell. Actually, I didn't even know that. Here, this is fucking crazy. Let me share this because this might help as an example. I thought I knew I needed to sell Colorado Retreat Center in order to build California Retreat Center. My brain just goes, not possible to have both. That's a limit. That's an upper limit. And so I legit blew up that upper limit and went, I don't know if that's true. I actually have no idea if that's true. So I even allowed it to be more expanded so I can feel the call here. And it's like, this is just, I'm throwing out lots of different ways to work with this. You feel the call of the destiny line or what's next and you start to lean toward it. You start to lean toward it, right? You start to lean toward it without being rigid. It's not being rigid. It's, it's being open and in a more flow state. In a more flow state. It's almost like, let me just plug into the whole of the world and let it all unfold perfectly. Let it all unfold perfectly. Let my little mind not get in the way. Let my little brain not limit things. Let me just flow perfectly. Let me flow perfectly. It's that surrender piece, right? We talked about this with Uranus energy and moving into the new. It's a surrender. It's a, I actually don't know. What I do know is I'm being called here, so I'm going to lean here, but I don't know what that means over here. But I'm going to speak it. I'm going to stand in my truth as best I can. I'm going to speak it as best I can. I'm going to keep feeling. I'm going to keep staying conscious. I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep, I mean, this is a practice, right? Like this is, this is like soul practice where you're following soul truth and you're following Shakti and you're following something. You're following divine mind. You're like literally living from divine mind versus little egoical mind. So what I'm inviting us to do is to just move into that divine mind as best we can. And again, that requires this deep inner alchemical practice and lots of, lots of practice around this to stay in divine mind. But what I did was I went, okay, I'm leaning here. I know this is true. Okay, it feels right to reach out to this agent that I know. It feels right to put house on the market. I don't know if it's gonna sell. No idea, don't care. Don't care, I have no attachment to that outcome. I don't have an attachment to the outcome because I don't know that that's true. Does that make sense? I don't know that that's true. I just feel the pull and I'm gonna lean. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lean and I don't even know what's true over here. All I feel is this one breadcrumb trail to lean toward this way. This is soul living. This is soul alignment. This is why we call it living close to the bone. The membership I was talking about, living close to the bone. It's because you live this close to the bone, like this close to soul truth. And, and, you, and you start to like hold everything from a very different place. It's not this clingy, attached outcome must happen. This must be. It's, it's literally 
in every moment you're just like, where am I being called? Where am I being called? What's my truth? Where am I being, where am I being called? Like living close to the bone, so close to the edge of truth. And so I'm just going to throw this crazy thing out there. The partner thing, you might be leaning toward your truth. And here's the wild thing. When it's in our highest good, it's in the highest good of everyone. So we talk about hurting other people's feelings, but it might be their little egoical feelings you're hurting, but not their soul. Their soul might be like, oh, oh my God, thank you. Oh my God, thank you. I needed that. I needed that, right? So we, we start to live from here. This is the destiny line. This is that true north, true node line. This is the north node, south node line. This is living from soul instead of living from little ego. And when we really, we really move from a place of soul truth, soul truth, soul truth, if it's in my highest soul truth, it's in everyone's highest soul truth always. That's just like law. It's like a spiritual law. It's a soul truth law. It's a principle. And it's, it's, truly but it's it's hard finding that thread right like it takes work it takes work to find that thread to feel to listen to that what does it feel like what does it sound like how do i fucking follow it holy shit this is, this is crazy but what if let me just go back to this and finish up this piece is what if you're leaning toward this you speak the truth like whoa i just really need to speak i'm I'm really hurting in our relationship and we get really vulnerable as deep as we can, as true as we can, as purified as we can, right? We're not puking our wounds out on our partner. We're not processing our shit with our partner. We do that in our safe, sacred spaces. And then we come to a place where we can really speak from deep truth, from a place of love, right? From a place of alignment. And then we speak and we're like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, um, I'm really hurting. I, I feel like there's not room for me to be me. Like I, I'm, can we talk about this? Can we explore this? And we give them space to have their process in this, right? We give them space to have their process in this because we're not the only game in town, right? We're not the only game in town. And we don't assume it's going to hurt their feelings. We don't assume we're going to hurt them because then we're already projecting hurt onto them. We're already putting them in a box of, I'm about to fuck up your world. I'm about to hurt your feelings. I'm about to make you feel so super bad. We go like this, right? Can you feel that? And all that we do is we speak our truth and they go, whoa, babe, me too. I'm fucking hurting too. I'm fucking hurting too. And then who knows what unfolds. Can you feel that kind of creation? Can you feel how the co-creation happens from that place of I'm not assuming, I'm not projecting, I don't know. From this place of like, really, I don't, all I know is what I'm leaning toward. All I know is this little breadcrumb. All I know is, and, and all I have is my deepest truth to share in this moment with this very open, this very open space, right? So for me, let's go back to the random house example just to make it a little bit more challengeable is I don't know, right? So the, the offer comes in on the house, checking in. Wow, that feels really good. This feels right. Cool. Hit a bump in, in the closing process, right? There's like a 30 day escrow period where there's all this, you know, digging into things and their financing has to come through and all this other stuff has to come through. Like hit a little bump because I was facilitating the dark goddess retreats <laughs> just before we close. hit a little bump. And I went, I don't know if this is going to sell. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not attached to it. I can hold it from here and I read the energy of the moment. What's true, what's true, what's true, what's true, what's true, what's true. I just keep saying in this place of I'm not attached to an outcome. I just, I'm attached to what's true. 
I'm, I am, I'm a warrior for what's true in this moment. Not what was true two weeks ago or a month ago. What's true in this moment. And that's it. And then to just speak that truth and to go, no, totally cool. We can move closing until after, after the retreat. I, yes, that feels good. That feels true. Perfect. Right. Day after retreat ends house closes, but the whole process through, can you feel the freedom in that too? Can you feel the freedom? You're not, you're not like stuck in a ball of like, this must happen, right? You, you're just, you're literally like leaning into divine mind, divine mind, the unfolding of the greatest good. That's all you hold. All you hold for everything is just, just the great, the greatest unfolding of the all of everything. Shit gets good, right? Like life gets good. This is like Buddha mind, right? But you're embodied. You're not transcending life. You're literally just in this place of like, like what's true? What's true? What's the highest unfolding? What's the highest unfolding? What's the highest unfolding? To me, that's enlightenment, right? To me, that's consciousness. That's waking up. To me, that's, that's living from joy, from bliss. Like that's authentic bliss because it doesn't matter what's going on in life. It, it, you're just in this place. You're just, you're plugged into divinity all the time. Something way greater that's unfolding. And you're just like, what's my, what's true? What's my piece to play right now? What's true? What's true? What's true? My little ego doesn't give shit doesn't care. It cares about being in alignment with soul more than it cares about anything else. Because being in alignment with soul brings purpose, brings joy, brings fulfillment, brings love, brings truth, brings all of that shit that we're all seeking all of the time. But it brings it in a deep, authentic, embodied, constant way. It's constant. It's constant. You just live in the state of, of bliss. <laughs> Oh, wow. What an amazing way to end our conversation. Um, I hope that that translates. It's sometimes really hard for me to find words. Um, I hope that this space has served. I hope to see you in Bones. Like, come hang out in Bones. There's a two-hour workshop waiting for you uh, in a mid-month circle, and then we do another workshop come August 1st on that destiny line. Um, yeah, I am loving our community. I'm loving what we're doing. Uh... I don't know what else to say other than I'm grateful. I'm just grateful that we get to do this, that we get to share space like this together. So thank you all so much for everything that you bring and the questions and the weaving and the energy. Um, I don't get to do this without you all. So thank you. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. <laughs>